0: designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists to live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. All right, folks, you know, obviously, December is upon us. We are just one month away from 2023, a brand new year. All right. And the reason I bring this up is because it should highlight a sense of urgency going into the new year. So at this time, we have a great opportunity to organize all the information gathered from this year so that we can plan ahead for the following one. And I love a clean start to a year. I know it makes no actual difference in your business turning the calendar page from, let's say, December 31st to January 1st. But mentally, for me, it's always been a great jumping off point in my business, especially if I have planned relatively well. So that's what I want to talk about today to give you guys some end of the year tips for your business. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are on episode 97 of Entrepreneurs. Happy to have you joining us today. If you want to help the show, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to this on. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the program, whatever you can do. I greatly appreciate it. But all the same, thank you so much for your support and welcome to the show. All right. So the way I see it is I only try to give advice that I actually practice myself. So once December hit, I was like, okay, time to get things in order. You know, I should have started this last month, but I am a procrastinator. All right. I'm honest with you guys. I need a deadline. And as of today, that's 29 days to get my house in order. So I'm going to share with you what I prioritize for myself, and maybe you take something out of it. All right. The first thing I like to do is to reach out to my existing clients that have been part of my year. I am just a fan of wishing people happy holiday season in general, thanking them for everything that we've created together, and then sending them some form of vocalized appreciation. And honestly, we all know the deal. We engage with transactional relationships all the time. This client pays me for a service. I know this. They know this. But to me, it's actually better to subvert that level of expectation just a little bit. And I don't think it's manipulative. I think it's actually genuine on my part. I want them to understand that I would not be here without them and that they are in some way a part of my extended family now. And I'm very, very lucky. Okay, many of the relationships that I've been lucky enough to build with my clients over the years have been so good that I would not hesitate to have any of them over for Thanksgiving dinner, presuming I had the actual house space to do so but maybe you're not that lucky and you don't have that type of relationship with your clients yet because it takes some time. It takes a little bit of courage. That's totally fine. Send your clients a thank you email, maybe a video message, or even a physical card in the mail. It's just one more way to build and nurture that relationship that you want to go beyond the transactional. Okay. Now, what I also do is I actually send my client gifts each year. I budget it into my marketing. It's just a cost of doing business to me. Some people with high-end commercial clients, they go above and beyond. And I don't have that type of annual revenue coming in. So my typical go-to is Mrs. Fields Cookies. They have really good discounts after Thanksgiving during their Black Friday sales. Uh, They have fun packaging that gives anyone receiving them a really warm and comforting feeling. And of course, they have great cookies and brownies. Now, I don't recommend doing this with all your B2C clients, particularly if you're shooting high volume. Like if you do 40 family portraits a year, you're just gonna go broke sending everyone cookies. So for them... An e-card is far more appropriate. I'm talking more about your B2B clients, your editors, your art directors, your DPs, your commercial clients. Those are the people that I'm sending cookies to. Now, additionally, it's a good reflection time to ask your clients what type of content they may be looking for in the new year, aside from what you've already done in the previous year. Okay, so think of some ideas yourself where they could use some additional help or what type of content they might be lacking in. Again, this helps nurture a relationship that becomes more personal. Okay, you're taking some of the pressure off their plate. They do not have to think of everything for you to do. So just think about that, folks. Marketing isn't always about you know, client acquisition and trying to get new revenue in. Okay, That is important. But uh, client retention is just as important in your business. Now, if you have done that, it could also be a good opportunity to ask for letters of recommendation to put on your LinkedIn or your website, or even better, an actual request to connect you with another potential client if they think you'd be a good fit. You know, a lot of editors, a lot of heads of marketing, they may know a lot of people in different industries as well, holding the same position. And they may forget to pass along your information to them throughout the year because, well, they've got a lot more important things on their plate. But during the holiday season, people might have a little bit more chance for rest, a little bit more chance for reflection, reprieve, whatever it might be. You might be able to up your batting average by a simple request, presuming you've done a good job already and you've nurtured a relationship. That is not solely transactional. All right, the second thing to focus your efforts on this month is tax prep. All right, now this is a time suck. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Reaching out to your clients can be done in probably one day. Getting your finances in order could take you many days, maybe weeks, maybe. And that especially rings true if you don't have any systems already in place. But honestly, even if you did, sometimes it takes time to compile everything and organize. it. So start off with first collecting all your business information. Okay, I'm talking business expenses like gear, software, education, marketing promotion, business mileage, home office deductions, retirement contributions, all of that. And whatever you don't have access to because you didn't think about it at the start of the year, don't sweat it, give it your best guess, and then highlight that as a priority for your new year. All right, so that's why I do this in December. So by January, anything that got inaccurately measured the year before will now be accurately accounted for going forward. So for instance, if you have no idea how many miles that you drove for your business in your personal car this year, well, by the end of today, I expect you to invest into Mile IQ or Expensify or TripLock or whatever system works for you to accurately monitor your business mileage. You're throwing money away if you don't. Money that basically belongs to you as far as I'm concerned. Now, when you are gathering your business expenses together, this can be an absolute mess depending on how you organize your finances. If you commingle personal and professional expenses on, let's say, one credit card, or even worse, multiple credit cards, because you needed to manufacture more credit limit, or you like different benefits on different cards, like those different perks, right? Then you will have to sift through 12 months of expenses on multiple credit cards, print them all out, highlight what was used for business, what was used for home, and then transfer everything to a spreadsheet. You know, This is a horrible way to celebrate the holidays, folks. And not everything is going to be obvious and easy to point out, like the new lens or the camera on your credit card statements, okay? What about that all-day parking that you spent $20 on? Was that for an event that you covered? Or was it just a night out with the missus? What about that $12 meal that you had? Was that on a work trip? Or was it just another one of your 20 Chipotle runs throughout the year? So if this sounds like your situation, listen to episode 53 on this show. Okay, I did that episode around the same time last year. It's called Why Every Freelancer Needs a Business Credit Card. You can do some research on credit cards for yourself, or your business, that you can leverage and separate your expenses. And if you do not want to open up a new line of credit, that's totally fine. Just make a definitive choice to take one of your existing personal credit cards, okay? And determine for the whole next year, which credit card will be for your business expenses only. You know, your equipment, your websites, uh, internet, business travel, marketing, you name it. That's going on that card and nothing else. That's going to keep you organized. It's going to keep you alert and in tune to what type of expenses you are making throughout the year. So come tax time you can print out just one end-of-the-year statement. Chances are that card will probably break down your purchases in categories already. So you'll have travel, you'll have food, you'll have office expenses, et cetera. Uh, that will already be done for you. Now, understandably, this can be an overwhelming task for anyone, but especially early freelancers who are just experiencing the first couple of years of their business. You do not have to do this alone. Consult a CPA if you need help on understanding what end of the year tax deductions you can take advantage of, or just as importantly, what you shouldn't take advantage of at this time. Uh, They can help you understand your profit margins, what adjustments might need to be made, how to set up your quarterly tax payments for the next year, how much to project, uh, things like that. It is intimidating, but I would rather be intimidated and keep my money than being ignorant and having money constantly siphoned out of my business. Like I said, what is done is done this year. If you screwed up because you didn't know any better, that's fine. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just give yourself this month to figure out how you want to approach the new year. All right. So the last piece of advice I want to give you guys is to plan your big moves now and what it's going to take to get them done. All right. So you decide what falls under the category of a big move for you. I can't determine that for you, but I think we all know within each of us what that big move might be. So I look at it from an ROI standpoint. What are your major ROI hitters going to be? Maybe it's a financial investment. Maybe it's an investment in time and energy. Maybe it's a strategy shift in your marketing. Whatever it is, now is a good time to plan when they will happen, what the cost is associated with them and if you can even afford it, and ultimately what other actions need to precede that major action to make it a reality. So for instance, let's talk about those three examples that I gave you. Maybe you wanted to attend an out-of-state workshop next year that you absolutely love. It's tailor-made for you. You're going to learn everything that you need to learn. You're going to build relationships that will impact you the rest of your life. You're going to make images that could elevate your marketing, all of that good stuff. The only problem is that it costs $2,500. It costs the price of a flight, lodging and food for five days and nights, uh, maybe a dog sitter and potentially the loss of a gig that you would have otherwise booked that same week. So what steps can you implement now to ensure that you can get that opportunity that you covet so passionately without remorse? Because folks, we've all been there where we've made an investment on something when we were financially stretched already. And because we were so consumed by our fiscal situation and the ramifications behind going over budget, we didn't get to enjoy that product or that service or that experience the way we had hoped. We had buyer's remorse. So maybe now is the time to prioritize what means the most to you. If it's a $5,000 camera, so be it. If it's the $3,500 that you would need to spend on an intensive workshop, great. You make the call but sometimes you can't always do both. So whatever the priority is for you, whatever big move is going to yield the higher ROI, focus on saving for that. If you want this workshop and you're tight as it is, put the gear on the back burner, stash away money from every job so you can afford this experience. Maybe buy less clothing, see fewer concerts, take less trips, go to fewer restaurants. It's not going to be like this forever, folks. It's not a lifestyle change that you have to adhere to for the rest of your life. But if this is a goal for you, then you want to figure out a way to hit that goal. Plan your big moves. Now, that one is a financial move, but not all moves are. Maybe it's something that you've wanted to do, like a major personal shoot that requires a lot of time, okay? Sure, sometimes those moves cost money as well, but for the sake of this argument, let's just say you can do it scot-free. You just need the plan in place because major productions do not happen just on a whim. You need to know the players you need and how to get them, like your talent, your crew, your styling, et cetera. You need to know the location you need and how to acquire that. Maybe you need to even scout it. You need to know the timing of it all and if the seasons and the weather will impact your production. You might want a marketing plan of that shoot in place to show the eventual behind-the-scenes work and the end results, of course, to whomever you might want to target. Start coming up with that plan now. If it's important to you, so should be the process. And lastly, maybe it's a strategy shift that is the biggest move for you. Maybe it's not just like one big purchase or one big shoot that you want to do. Maybe it's something that you want to do consistently. Well, again, now is the time to plan for it. Let's take me, for example. I have been off Instagram for a long time for a variety of reasons, okay? But let's say I wanted to get back on it, but I really wanted to do it really well, like really knock out some awesome content this year consistently to drive attention to my account to gain crazy numbers. Well, how do I do that? What is your social media calendar going to look like? How many videos do you need to produce per month? What kind of still photography will you plan? How many accounts do you need to engage with? How can you batch a bunch of content now so you don't have to maintain it for a full year? And I did this for this podcast. I launched a show knowing it would be a weekly show. That was a big move for me. Maybe not from a business perspective, but certainly personally. Gave me a lot of fulfillment. So I listed 40 topics on a piece of paper that I would want to talk about for the solo shows. And I listed 12 guests to approach all before I launched. I even recorded six episodes before I launched just to manage the consistency. And because I launched this show on January 1st of 2021, that should signify to you that in December of 2020, I was doing all the planning. I was putting everything in motion. Another example, I was just talking to a colleague of mine who said he wanted to create consistent newsletters of the sports that he was shooting, something that he could send out to his email list every quarter or every five or six months, whatever it might have been. And so I said, "Okay, is there a holdup in this? And he said, yeah, just the time to curate the images. It takes a long time. So I said, I get that. Maybe consider doing it by sport instead, as opposed to doing a number of different sports altogether. Would that simplify your process if you just sent out, let's say, baseball this quarter, basketball the next, as opposed to trying to find 17 different photos of multiple different sports? And he said, absolutely. That would make it much easier. So again, that's just planning. Put it in place now. Goals without plans just stay wishes. So to wrap up, folks, those are honest to God, the three major things I am focusing on this month right now. I've already sent out client gifts, but starting to formulate ideas to pitch to my clients for the upcoming season. I'm gathering all the financial data I need for tax time. I'm assessing what method, what system might be improved for 2023. And I'm certainly jotting down what my big moves for the upcoming year might be and putting a plan in place to make sure that I hit those goals, okay? I hope that gives you guys food for thought. I hope that gives you something to implement in your business. If not, no problem, but wishing you all the best. That's gonna do it for me today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, review the show on your favorite platform. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you all next week. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go.